Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, passed away yesterday. Yeah, this is so sad. He was such a huge part of growing up for me. Like, I remember just watching him every Saturday morning, loving Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I mean, we still quote that movie. Tell him Large Marge sent you. Yeah. I mean, it was so sad. So he actually lost a, uh, he did a private battle with cancer. He was 70 years old. No one knew about it at all. Very similar to like Norm MacDonald who passed away also. He never really told, Paul never really told anyone about it. Uh, his family issued a statement saying, Paul bravely and privately fought cancer for years with his trademark tenacity and wit. And Paul Peewee actually had a statement ready to go. He said, please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing for the last six years. Wow. I know. Isn't that a crazy? That long. Yeah. He said, I've always had. Uh, felt a huge amount of love and respect from my friends, fans, and supporters. I have loved you all so much and enjoy making art for you. Wow. So I didn't realize this, but it happened back in the 1970s when Pee Wee actually, well, when Paul actually created the character of Pee Wee when he was a part of the Groundlings comedy troupe in California. And then he turned that into a stage show, which led to an HBO special. And then that actually turned into a movie, which was the directorial debut for Tim Burton, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Huh. I had no idea. I didn't either. I feel like I watched this all this years, all these years and had no idea. Right. Um, he actually did a sequel to that too, Pee-wee's Big Top, which is where he took the circus on. That happened in 1988. And then in 1986, that's when he started the Saturday morning show that we all learned to love. Pee-wee's Playhouse. I still remember the words. Something a lot of people don't know about Pee-wee's Playhouse. The theme song you're hearing right now yes. was sung by Cindy Lauper. Paul Rubens and Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo helped write it. Mm-hmm. Along with George McGrath. But Cindy Lauper didn't want people to know it was her. So she pitched her voice up 800 levels? Yeah. So she had them credit her as Ellen Shaw. Uh, that's weird. Not Cindy Lauper. But anyway, that's her voice. Yeah, well, th- that Pee-wee's Playhouse would have gone on for a very long time and ended in 1991 after he was arrested for indecent exposure in Sarasota, Florida. But after that, he went on to do a lot of roles, including Batman Returns, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Mystery Men, and then my favorite role for him in Blow, which is the movie oh, that he yeah. was in with Johnny Depp and Penelope Cruz. That was great. He was incredible. That's a great movie. That, that is a great movie. People have kind of forgotten Totally. And it's on. I think it's on like Netflix. Like every now and then it'll like pop up like suggested for you. Mm. Uh, He was also the voice of Locke in The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, And then also, I don't know if you know this, but on Pee Wee's, there were tons and tons of people like paying tribute to him. But did you know that Natasha Lyonne actually got her start on Pee Wee's Playhouse? No. Yeah, so she did. She did a nice touching tribute to him yesterday. She wow. said, thank you so much for my career and your forever friendship with all through all these years and for teaching us what the true original meaning of fun is. David Letterman had Pee Wee Herman on his original show, Late Night with David Letterman, 
back in the NBC days. He had him on several times. And I found a clip of him with Dave in 1985, a week before his first movie, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, would open. Mm -hmm. His his movie would be a hit. It'd be a smash hit. Um, But this was him reading his movie reviews on Letterman before most people had a chance to actually see the movie. Please welcome movie star Pee-wee Herman. Been a, been a long time. You've been away making the film? Yeah, I've been away making the film. <laughs> Congratulations. I understand it turned out very nicely. You're getting uh, good reviews. You get some reviews, have you? Yeah. Yeah, I just happened to have a few of the reviews with me, Dave. All right. This is the Hollywood Reporter. That's a big, you know, trade industry paper. It says, Pee-wee's Big Adventure isn't just the funniest movie of the year. It's one of the funniest movies ever. <laughs> A delight. I like this movie so well that I've seen it twice. So on yeah. and Boy, that's very impressive. Yeah, that's my dad's review. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, gone at the age of 70. More E! News coming up next. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. My girlfriend now is pretty cool. One of the good ones, I think. If I had to nitpick, I'd say sometimes she's a little too sensitive. Like the other day she got her hair cut, got two inches trimmed off of her hair and then came home and cried about it for two hours. Over a haircut, I couldn't believe it. So finally I went to her, I said, baby, what are you so upset about? It's just a haircut. I'm the one who's gotta find a new girlfriend. (laughs) She got mad. She got really mad like a month ago because she had emailed me a naked picture of herself which is a nice thing to do. (laughs) But then I messed up, and I accidentally forwarded that email to both of my parents. Now, (laughs) my girlfriend is furious, like mortified, but I don't even care. Because now I've got to call up my mother and say, Mom, I am so sorry. That picture was just for Dad. Ah, that's Anthony Jezelnik in honor of National Girlfriend Day. August 1st is National Girlfriend Day, FYI. Oh, that's today. That's today. I wonder if I'll get some sort of Facebook tribute from Scott. You should get a Facebook tribute. (laughs) If you don't, then it's... We're not official. Right. He doesn't really love you. I know. (laughs) Mentalfloss.com put together a list of 13 lies that movies tell us. And I won't read all of them to you, but I'll just read you some of the ones that kind of struck me as as kind of funny. Uh, Let's take Jurassic Park, for instance. If you recall the movie Jurassic Park, 
Mm -hmm. Uh, As long as you don't move, because the T-Rex can't see things that are moving. So as long as you don't move, the T-Rex won't see you. Yes, that was a big part of that movie. When they were all in lockdown on the kitchen, they were like, don't even breathe. Yeah. Well, according to a study, a T-Rex's vision is actually 13 times better than a human's. See, that makes sense. If you're, you know, you feel like a dinosaur would be able to see you no matter what. You would think. Moving or not. Uh, here's another one that you can walk away from an explosion without being knocked over. Yeah, this happens a lot, like Die Hard and all those trans. What is that? The Transformer movie. Yeah, a lot of times, especially in sort of the final scene in the movie, like in the final climax, when when the hero of the movie, you know, when the badass does that final explosion, you know, that he hits the little remote control and the thing blows up behind him as he's sort of walking away effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not real. That I mean, because really you, you would way. think that you would definitely, if you weren't knocked over, you would definitely feel the burn of the heat. Yeah, it would jar you for sure. Uh, here's another one. Anybody who's ever watched Star Wars or really any space movie, Battles in space are usually pretty loud, but in reality, sound, as we know it, does not exist in space. Yeah. I didn't really realize that either. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I went to the Star Wars bar when I was on our Disney cruise. Yeah. And so that, like, behind the bar, they have these giant television screens that make you feel like you're in the galaxy. Oh, that's cool. And and it's really cool. Like, the sounds and the noise and, like, the little kind of thing. Yeah. That's really neat. So I choose to believe there is sound in space. All right. Uh, Here's another one. That bald eagles sound majestic. Now, this upsets me a little. Have you noticed that whenever you see a bald eagle depicted in a movie or a TV show, it makes sort of this screech, this this majestic, menacing screech? Yeah. That's actually not the sound of a bald eagle. That is the sound of a red-tailed hawk, which is often used in movies... To sound like a bald eagle. But now I want to know, what does the bald eagle really sound like? I mean, I'm going to have to pull this up on YouTube. It's more of a cackling sound than a screech, that makes sense. Not quite as fun. No. Uh, What else? What else? What else? Another, Another lie that movies tell us that silencers on guns mm-hmm. are actually silent. Gun silencers only suppress the sound of gunfire. It doesn't get rid of it completely, like you've seen in John Wick. So that's a myth. Yeah, because it always feels like it's one of those, like, right when they shoot the silencer. It's actually louder than that in real life. Uh, Here's another one. The lie that that you've seen in movies where Really grainy images or video can be enhanced to perfect clarity, which is possible to an extent, but it's not like how you see in movies like Taken or Blade Runner. Yeah, because they show it like going like over and over and over again right. and becoming and then getting a crystal clear. Yeah, like right. oh, it really was Jeff Thomas. Yeah, yeah. You you can clean it up a little bit, but. Not, Not like, like that. Photo can. editing cannot add facial features that aren't already there. They do that a lot on like the NCIS shows right. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another lie that movies tell us 
that you can't file a missing person report until the person has been missing for at least 24 hours or quite some time, which is actually false. There's uh, no waiting period, actually, before you can report a person is missing. That's good to know. Every circumstance is different. Uh, another lie that movies tell us, that you can suck the venom out of a snake bite. Yeah, I mean, would you even want to try this? Uh, no, because there is a risk of infection, and it can enter your bloodstream, especially if there's an open wound in your mouth. And besides, venom moves too fast for any suction tactic to make a difference. And then finally, you've seen in movies where, you know, somebody like sneaks up behind someone and they and they cover their nose with uh, with a rag of chloroform and they just suddenly drop unconscious. Mm -hmm. That's not actually how it goes in real life. Chloroform only works uh, after maybe two to five minutes if there's an unusually high dosage used. But more often oh. than not, it doesn't. Yeah, because it's like instant like when you see it in the movie. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that's just a few of them. I thought those were. I do think those are pretty interesting. Somewhat interesting. All right. Well, it all started with the simple 36G bra at the Drake show. What was that? A couple weeks ago that we were talking about this. Yeah. A woman tossed a bra onto the stage during the mm -hmm. Drake concert. And he looks at, he holds it up and he looks at the tag and it said 36G. And he was very impressed. He was very impressed. And then if you remember, we talked about it in E! News that that particular woman started getting um, a lot of offers to do a lot of different things, including like Playboy, right? Including people saying that she should start an OnlyFans account. Oh. Maybe that's why this ended up being such a big thing because over the weekend in DC, two bras ended up on Drake's stage. One was an H cup and the other was an L cup. Oh, and boy. the funny thing is, he picked it up and he goes, How big do these go? What <laughs> letters did these go up to? So Drake, of course, made a little fun thing saying, you know what? I think you guys are just buying these now, yeah. throwing them up on stage. I there's did a, have that thought. He's like, there's no way that you, somebody yeah. out here has an L cup. Did you actually wear that or did you just bring it? Well, I will say, I know that when you go to, like, I go to um, Lane Bryant's, like, lingerie store. It's called Cacique. And they have, I think, up to M. Oh, yeah. So maybe that's where people have been going there to buy them. Hmm. But you've seen some people. They are... Definitely blessed. Yep. Well, if you thought Cousin Eddie from National Lampoon's Vacation was crazy in the movie, you should see the guy who lives in that house now. A pair of YouTubers tried to check out the house, which does exist in Boone, Colorado. And the occupant of the house was not having it. He told them the movie sucks and they need to grow up and he would not let them film on his property. The guy was pretty sketchy and a little bit scary. In fact, one of the YouTubers said he was making no sense and appeared to be high. So they drove down the road a bit and filmed the house from the road. And the guy, I guess, got in his truck and drove up and started yelling at him. And he said they, they couldn't film even from down the street. And uh, he threatened to call the cops. And then so the YouTubers then drove a few miles away, pulled into the gravel parking lot of a small fruit stand that wasn't open. And while they were standing there, another guy in a blue car drove by them a couple times. So they think that maybe the homeowner called someone else to follow them. Uh, but ultimately they made the wise decision to just leave the area. So don't go to cousin Eddie's house. 
Yeah, that's if a good one. You're traveling through Boone, Colorado. I could see why people would want to go, though. I mean, you like to go to a lot of movie sets and look at the houses where things were filmed. Well, it is interesting. It is kind of fun, you know, when you're traveling somewhere on vacation and you're like, hey, this is the house from a Christmas story. Right. Or the Brady Bunch. Yeah, the Brady Bunch. Places I mean, it's a like real that. house. There's external shots of things like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. They didn't film inside these mm-hmm. houses, but they use the exteriors of these homes in the movies. And that's yeah, neat when you run in. Now, the the Christmas story house, which is just outside Cleveland, you actually can go visit. It's like a, a museum. Yeah. Yeah. You can go inside and they have made it look exactly like the movie. Right. Didn't they redo it to look like the inside of the movie? That's what I'm told. That's what I heard. I, I didn't go in. I just took pictures from the outside. <laughs> Popped by the gift shop and left. And brought us some goodies. Yeah. All right. In other e-news, it looks like Cardi B might be getting charged for battery after she threw that microphone at a Las Vegas fan. Charges dropped. Yeah. Well, I'm we, dismissing it. We had this story yesterday. It's actually not the woman. So we had this story yesterday that there was a fan that threw an entire cup of liquid at Cardi B and Cardi B did not miss a beat and she fired her microphone right at this woman. Well, Jeff, that microphone actually hit that woman, but it ricocheted and hit someone else. And that other person is the one that took a complaint and filed it with the cops and the cops are saying, look, we'll look into it. So it's possible that Cardi B might be facing battery charges, but she, it's not really phasing her at all. She has been uh, just enjoying her time at the Palm Casino with offset there was a lot of videos of the two of them enjoying some quality time in a hot tub Hmm. okay well lady gaga finally posted her tribute to tony bennett she said tony and i had this magical power we transported ourselves to another era modernized the music together and gave it all new life as a singing duo but it wasn't an act our relationship was very real Oh, you could tell that. You and I watched that 60 Minutes piece. Oh, yeah. And you could tell that she just she, loved him. She adored him. And he, and the same for her. Yeah, she said, our relationship was very real. Though there were five decades between us, he was my friend. My real, true friend. And that, that says a lot oh, yeah. coming from Gaga. She said, I'll never forget Tony Bennett. If I could say anything to the world about this, I would say, don't discount your elders. Don't leave them behind when things change. Don't flinch when you feel sad. Just keep going straight ahead. Sadness is part of it. Take care of your elders, and I promise you will learn something special, maybe even magical. And pay attention to silence. Some of my musical partner and I's most meaningful exchanges were with no melody at all. Yeah, because I remember in that um, 60 Minutes piece where they were getting together to do that show in New York. This was kind of his very last oh, performance. Yeah, right. And he had no idea who she was right. at certain parts during this interview. You could see That's it. when his dementia was getting. Yeah, he had no idea. But when they came on stage and he looked at, see, I might get teary-eyed, but he looked over at her for the performance and immediately he was like, I know her. Yeah. And it came back to him. Just lit and it up. Was just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, we're going to leave it there for now. That's your latest D News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with... What am I looking at here? Tickets to go to Coney Island. You get to hang out with Nat Jones this Sunday at Sunday Fun Day. Sweet. That's all straight ahead next. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. First, to check the roads. Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.